Welcome to Ranch Raves Questions and Quotes, a podcast where I get to bitch, complain, basically my take on over 50 years on this planet. As always, I am not a licensed clinician, doctor, therapist, lawyer, or Indian chief. I'm just a guy that has certain views, certain opinions, certain thoughts on how things are, how things ought to be, how things used to be, and my life experiences. So I invite you, as always, to sit back, relax, grab a snack, join us for a little fun. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm right on the money. Either way, I always, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com and uh, welcome to the show okay everybody one more for this evening and, you know, it just wouldn't be typical Mr. Rant's podcast if uh, we didn't discuss the ever-continuing shit show that is our current administration. So, uh came across some news uh, articles I think are interesting and uh, should portray a little bit of uh, more light on that ever-growing, ever-expanding, non-stop, ever-continuing shit show. Um, that's a political money laundering scheme uncovered. Uh, James O'Keefe, uh, who uh, sent uh, shockwaves through the journalism community when he was removed from his own media organization, Project Veritas, last month due to conflicts with the board of directors. However, O'Keefe didn't stay down for long. In March, he established O'Keefe Media Group, uh, which I have to say this is the best little acronym, OMG. Uh, and on Tuesday, the fledgling enterprise secured its first significant story. Uh, they delved into the Federal Election Commission uh, data pertaining to the well-known Democratic fundraising group, Act Blue. Their investigation uncovered what O'Keefe describes as an abundance of data concerning donation activities from individual donors, especially senior citizens. According to FEC information, certain individuals are doc- as in- uh, certain individuals are documented as making thousands of dollars in donations annually, accumulating into massive sums, $200,000 or even more. To emphasize, this is not just thousands of dollars in donations per year, but rather thousands of small donations annually, totaling tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars attributed to individual donors. Utilizing the publicly accessible data, O'Keefe traveled to Maryland to locate some of the donators from that state and verify with them that they had actually been making thousands of small donations each year to Act Blue. One elderly individual, for instance, was documented as making over 1,000 separate donations in 2022, amounting to slightly more than $18,000. Now, I know elderly people get scammed all the time, but... uh, uh, $18,000. 
Uh, this would imply that she contributed to ActBlue three times daily throughout the entire year. Upon questioning whether she intentionally donated so frequently to the organization, the Maryland senior informed O'Keefe that although she'd given a few dollars now and then, she certainly had not donated such a substantial sum or made that many contributions. The elderly woman appeared amused by the notion that she might have uh, such a large sum, made such a large sum to a political contender. An 80-year-old Arizona resident was documented as having made 18,672 separate donations, totaling $170,221.37. The data indicates she sometimes contributed up to 10 times a day. When an OMG reporter approached her, she expressed astonishment at that amount and asserted she definitely did not make those uh, donations. She was completely unaware that the contributions were being made in her name with such frequency and for that cumulative sum. Hmm. Something is uh, definitely off kilter there. Uh, Doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, Seems to me like uh, that's something that uh, FEC might want to look into, you know, uh, considering there was no proof in election tampering and everything was above board and all that stuff. Uh, um, on another note, inflation nightmare intensifies as Saudi Arabia announces surprise cuts in oil output. On Sunday, Saudi Arabia, joined by Russia and other OPEC oil-producing uh, nations, announced they are, volu- they are rolling out voluntary cuts to their oil production. As much as 1.5 million barrels per day will stop being produced. The oil cuts are expected to lead to higher gas prices in the United States. You remember the United States, a place that was energy independent and didn't need these people uh, until the current administration started their shit show. The Saudis and OPEC said the oil production costs are designed to support market stability. The move will dismay the Biden administration, especially considering this is the second output cut these countries have agreed to in the past year. On October 22nd, or I'm sorry, on, in October 2022, the OPEC coalition, led by the Saudis and Russian, announced $2 million per day would be cut in production until November of 2023. The White House has called for lower prices for oil to stimulate the economy and also prevent Putin from profiting off of oil sales as the Russia-Ukraine conflict continues. Following the October 2022 cuts, President Joe Biden uh, claimed Saudi Arabia would be facing consequences. And what might those be? Sanctions? Not going to let them have any money? I think they got more money than God at this point. Democrat members of Congress also echoed a call for U.S. to freeze cooperation with Saudi Arabia. Despite the oil cuts, Saudi Arabia has denied explicitly supporting Russia in the Ukraine conflict. However, this move brings the Saudis into a closer alliance with Moscow. Hmm. Brings them closer. Fucks us. Strategic oil reserves depleted. You know, they gave away our fucking oil. They shut our pipeline. Nothing to see here. Um, This doesn't really pertain to the Biden shit show as much as uh, to the ongoing attack against uh, former President Trump. Uh, Stormy Daniels was ordered to pay Trump $121,962 in legal fees. Uh, the decision comes as a blow to Daniels, who already owes Trump approximately $500,000 from a previous lawsuit. Uh, 
So let's see here if I can do the math in my head. $500,000, that would make her owe him $621,962.56. And according to him, um, he only paid her 130 or uh, his uh, lawyer only paid $130,000 for her to keep her mouth shut that he was fucking her. What a tangled web we weave. Well... Like I said, $130,000 goes into $621,962 how many times? I'd say at least three, maybe four. Uh, And uh, if you're wondering why the shit show continues, uh, this might just give you a little bit of a clue. Uh, I think this speaks... uh, Speaks volumes. Everyone should be alarmed at who has visited the White House 14 times since Biden took office. And no, it's not Hillary. It's not Barack. It's not even Michelle. A revelation about a particular 14-time visitor to the White House should worry everyone since that person is no less than the son of anti-American billionaire George Soros. You know, I've heard this administration men called a puppet government. Well, methinks I know who might be pulling the strings. On Saturday, it was reported that Alexander Soros, son of the dangerous anti-American billionaire, has been a frequent visitor at Joe Biden's White House, and not by just a little. He has reportedly appeared at the White House a whopping 14 times, according to the New York Post. He has visited Biden so many times it uh, spurred the paper to call him a de facto White House ambassador for his father's extreme left-wing anti-American agenda that is making America a dangerous place to live. According to the White House logs, Alexander Soros visited Biden behalf of visited Biden on behalf of George Soros a dozen times last year and two more times a year before. His last visit appears to have been on December 1st when he met with White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain's advisor, Nina Servastava. The same day, Alexander Soros was one of 330 people treated to a lavish dinner on the South Lawn of the White House, hosted by our beloved First Lady Jill Biden. The president was to honor a visit by French President Emmanuel Macron and Macron's wife Brigitte. During the same few days, Alexander Soros also met with advisors to the Council of the President Mariana Adam and Deputy National Security Advisor Jonathan Feiner. Indeed, the records show Alexander Soros met with Adame and Servasta time and time again over the last year, along with National Security Advisor Kimberly Lang and Klein Advisor Madame Madeline Strasser. Naturally, the White House has refused to say what these meetings were about. Of course, you know, the great unifier, the great transparent person. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he, I'm sure he'll be forthcoming with what they were about. But Mike Howell, the direction of the Oversight Project at the Heritage Foundation, was alarmed by the many meetings, especially considering Alexander and his father have already done tremendous damage to our country. 
The Soros agenda is one of death and destruction in the name of open borders and ending Western civilization, Hal said. The Biden administration rogue prosecutor moment, uh, movement may be its most damaging purchase in America to date. Howell is right. These visits should shock, outrage, and worry every American, especially since it indicates that Biden and his cronies have wholeheartedly signed on to the destructive and anti-American Soros agenda that has already directly led to the death of countless Americans with Soros soft on crime district attorney money, which is also just FYI paying for uh, or paid for that D.A. Bragg up in New York that's going after our former Vice President Trump. Alexander himself is no slouch in donating to far-left causes and candidates here in the USA. As the Post notes, he donated $2 million to Senate to the Senate Majority PAC, more than $11 million to a list of other far-left PACs that in turn support Democrats such as Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Tom Fitton, president of the conservative watchdog group Judicial Watch, told the paper that Alexander Soros Alexander Soros's baleful influence on lefty Washington cannot be underestimated with his open borders initiatives, his aggressive environmental agenda, his desire to undermine our system of justice and jurisprudence. Alexander is a full evangelist for his father's agenda. Gee, what has Biden been doing? Hmm, not doing anything about the open borders. Uh, aggressive environmental agenda? Yeah, that definitely seems to fit his bill. Uh, Going after Trump, going after conservatives, going after uh, people that were for free speech and uh, the open exchange of ideas, uh, banning the cops, going after, uh, you know, uh, smaller uh, penalties for uh, for uh, repeat offenders. Yeah, that's, that sounds pretty much like uh, Biden's taking the bait hook, line, and sinker. Further, the president of the conservative think tank Capital Research Center, Scott Walter, Added that Alexander seems to be the elder Soros's heir apparent. Yeah, and the dude's only like 98 and, you know, going to be dead soon. So somebody's got to keep keep the ball rolling on down the uh, the shithouse trail. Like his father, he cozies up to White House and congressional leaders willing to do the family's bidding on such issues as crime, immigration, election policy, and more as the Soros exploit every type of giving. Money to parties, independent expenditure groups, and even so-called charity. The man's one of the most dangerous men in America. The apple did not fall from far from the tree, for sure. But the fact that Biden has been confabbing with him so long is so telling indeed. Yeah. Tell me another one. So just remember, while the country is worried about a trans guy promoting Budweiser, while... People are not buying the beer, and we're all focused on the fact that it's an attack against the trans community. While we're worried that violence against the trans community is going to go up because it was the trans person that shot the school up, that that was the victim and not the parents and the uh, kids that were killed. While, while we focus all our attention on that, let's just let the rest of the shit show continue to slide. Let's, it just kills me. It amazes me that people do not fucking wake up. They do not pay attention. They do not 
care or want to know or want to be presented with the evidence that we are getting totally railroaded as a nation and as the, the citizenry of that nation. Instead, we're more worried about stupid, frivolous shit and letting them dictate to us that we hate each other, that we're anti-everything. And they're driving us farther and farther apart, and they are bringing down our nation. And let's just talk about the fact that, you know, the Saudis, the Chinese, the Russians, they're all looking at ways to do away with the dollar as being the main currency. So what happens when that happens? Well, that dollar comes back into our hands, and guess what? Our inflation goes through the fucking roof, even more than it already is, which basically means, if it happens, our economy crumbles into ashes. All of this shit could have been avoided. All of it. It could still be avoided. Except people are still upset about an orange guy that made mean tweets. There's people that know that, at least from the evidence we have seen so far, that this so-called court case and that all these indictments in New York don't hold water and can't be proven and should basically be dismissed and have never been... Uh, and, and Trump never should have been indicted in the first place. But let's keep the misdirection going. Let's keep the hate going. Let's keep the attacks going. And meanwhile, the country will sink further and further and further into the toilet. And the so-called elites will get richer and richer and richer. Do you think that they care about us? No. They don't give a goddamn about us. They're making money hand over fist from the lobbyists in foreign countries thanks to Obama. Biden, thanks to Biden's son's role with Burisma and the, the Chinese power company he was on the board of directors for. They sold us out, people. Wake up. They don't care about us. We'll be going down in flames. Biden wants to do away with your guns. And your freedom of speech. Meanwhile, he has a Secret Service detail that's fully locked and loaded, by the way, protecting him. He's got millions of dollars. He doesn't care about three kids that got shot in school and, and three adults that got shot in school. No, he, he comes down making jokes about ice cream. When 13 soldiers from being, uh, from Afghanistan get blown to pieces and killed over in Afghanistan, as we're pulling out of the damn country in a way that was so fucked up it never should have happened in the first place. He's checking his watch as the, as the flag-covered caskets are, are being taken off the plane because he's got somewhere better to be. This man cannot com complete full sentences. He can't even half the time read them off the teleprompter. He can't walk up the stairs of Air Force One. He can't go from point A to point B in, on the grounds of the White House after giving speeches? But orange man, bad. Mean tweets, bad. Russian misinformation. All the shit that they keep shoveling. Most of the American people just keep buying. Well, 
if you feel like I do, and you don't buy it like I do, then keep listening. Or if you're new to listening to me, keep listening. Anyway, I can't go on too much about this because I get real pissed off and then I'm just going to go ballistic and nobody wants to hear that. Well, maybe you do. But it's not going to change anything because until enough people start waking the fuck up and realizing that we are getting screwed and they're not even giving us any KY. They're not giving us a reach around. They're just fucking us up the ass until we start waking up more and more people and people start realizing this and people stand up and say enough is enough. Whether that be as protests, whether that be as marches, whether that be at the voting booth until something gets done, we're going to keep going down in flames. So, that's my cheery end of day thought for the day. As always, feel free to contact me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or on my blog, myrrqq.wordpress.com and uh, let me know what you think. Am I nuts? Or am I speaking the God's honest truth? Or somewhere in between. Anyway, look forward to talking to you on the next one. <laughs>